All right, so you recorded there. I'm gonna. That's my clap. Putting my video too. Stop oh. hurting yourself. <laughs> it's only because I just did it really hard and my hands are all sensitive. Evans are sensitive, boy. <laughs> God, we didn't look it up again. What didn't we look up? The fucking line <laughs> that Lyra and that future Lyra has. It's okay. Asked <laughs> it's okay. What wait, wait, is future on, Lyra for? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I think I remember it. Nope. All I can remember is the one word. The, the, the lexicon is that's the only word. <laughs> Welcome to Antiquity of Comics. <laughs> lexicon. <laughs> Future Lyra, add the freaking line. Let's get this thing going. No, it's not okay. I'm sick of this shit with you two. Fucking lexicon. You know another one of the words is comics, right? It's only nine fucking words and all you two shit heels can remember is lexicon. I'm taking over the podcast now. Hello, welcome to Antiquity of Comics, an expedition into the massive lexicon that is comics. My name is Future Lyra, and I'll be your host. <laughs> That's just what I'm gonna do from now on. Just lexicon, <laughs> like like I'm Stan Lee yelling Excelsior. Just... If nothing else, this is a good bit. So <laughs> you're gonna have to take a clip of like every time I fuck up or we fuck it's up. It's not even like... you. It's the, like I wrote the damn thing. And I can't remember it. <laughs> like, like every time. <laughs> We can't say the line. We're going to have to make like a montage for TikTok. Absolutely. <laughs> so anyways, we did succeed in one thing, though. What? We watched the fucking movie. You watched the movie. I wasn't going to tell him. I was, I'm going to tell them. You remember things like this better than I do. And I just thought we'd be okay. Dear, dear listeners, I'm sorry I tried to deceive you. I'm not. <laughs> anyways. um, So yeah, today we're talking about the Avengers. Yeah. Which... I mean, at the time, I thought was, I mean, just incredible because I was a, I, I still was a huge Joss Whedon fan at the time. So oh, hold on, t- let's take a time out here. I want to open this up with a roast of Joss Whedon. Okay, but like, I'm not good at this kind of humor. It's my only, my only concern about doing this. Like, Joss Whedon is the reason why redheaded stepchild jokes are acceptable. <laughs> Joss Whedon looks like if you took Brian Posehn and made him into a weenie who votes for Hillary Clinton. <laughs> Joss Let's Whedon. Not get too political if we don't have to. <laughs> Joss Whedon can kiss the fattest part of my ass. Okay, let's go. Okay. <laughs> you have to do it in threes. That's right. the rule. Absolutely. Yeah, so I mean, obviously, Joss Whedon is sack of shit right man did you hear that like the thing you know what you know what really fucks me up about the whole situation what's up is it like it was a rule on set that michelle trachtenberg and joss whedon weren't allowed to be in the same room what how how can everybody know that 
How can everybody know that this is going on so much that there's a rule to prevent the bad thing from happening? Oh my fucking And not God. just fire him. Well, I mean, like there again, he has just so much power and sway. I know. And I and I and I'm pretty sure he retained the rights to a certain extent to Buffy. But yeah, so I just I don't get it, but whatever. I mean, at least at least he got fired before the really important big money makers came. You know what I mean? Right, 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 right. I wasn't a big fan of the Snyder cut. But I'm not going to say it was terrible. I think the, right. its biggest problem was that it was so fucking long. Right. We talked about that in the last episode. But the the from what I understand, the Whedon cut is just like the Justice League, if you will. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it either. But oh, my God, have like the like little bits I know about it. Holy fuck. Like I was right. that's why I was like expecting the the Snyder cut to be almost like shot for shot the same just like little differences here and there only like, you know, 4 hours of that. Right. I um I I have a I think I think I have a little more experience editing film than you do, not a ton more, but I think I have a little bit more. About, yeah. Right. And 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 I was very aware how different you can make a movie through editing. And yeah. and I was like I was like Snyder cut is going to be completely different. There like there's from my understanding there's like there's like entire characters that were cut out. Like like there's like like Cyborg and stuff, but like Well, Cyborg was in it, but like they cut down his parts so much in the the Justice League. That again, I'm just going with Justice League because I get it. that's I get so. It. I mean, it's the jo- it's the Justice League and the Snyder Cut. Like- yeah. <laughs> yeah, and like I, I understand that, and I understand how different you can make things for editing. Because like one of my final uh, projects when I was in college was a found footage project. So I was oh, like, that's right, yeah, that's yeah. right, that's right, that's right. But the the thing that like really, I was just like, okay, so the difference mainly is going to be the color slider. That was the big thing I was expecting. I was like, <laughs> Joss Whedon was going to have like these blown out, sat- like saturated colors. And then uh, there's going to be a serious lack of color in the Snyder cut. Right. So any, I mean, so anyways, with Avengers, I guess I, I have like two things that I was curious about. Like the first, so with Loki, he comes down and he's like, is this not better? Aren't you meant to be as like you know submissive to a higher power? Like, is that Marvel Loki? Is that old lore Loki? Is that MCU Loki? Or is like that that to me feels very it's like the comic Loki, like the old school original Loki, but from not from Norse mythology, but like from the right. Marvel Norse mythology. It feels like that turned up. Okay. So okay. like I, I Which don't. That's really, what you have to do for a movie, anyways. Is yeah, turn up yeah, every I mean, character. You have to, yeah, just for audiences, you have to get them to like understand who this is, because like not as you have to assume with Avengers, and that was like the first big scene with Loki. Like there's the opening scene with Hawkeye and the well, and Professor he was Salvo. in he was in Thor one. He was in Thor, yeah. but like in the you have to assume maybe not everybody knows who Loki is from the first right, movie. Right, right, right. Uh, from Thor, but so like you. Avengers, I would honestly say, established Loki more than Thor did. I mean, it's it's kind of it's kind of the same way. Like Civil War introduced Black Panther. Black Panther established Black Panther. It's yes. kinda, yeah, yeah. So like with Avengers, that scene just tells you everything about Loki. Okay, and I I, I agree with the choice in that scene. I, I think it's campy, but there again, Joss Whedon. I mean, if there's one, I mean, like, look. If there's one thing that Joss Whedon does really well, 
whether he's a rapist or not is campy. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you can't deny that he has skill in it just because he's a piece of shit. You know what right, I mean? Right, like, right, right. <laughs> I'm not saying that. I mean, I, I will say some of his, like after, after a while, a lot of like his directing style got tired in a way where it's like, I feel like he stopped growing as a director. I would agree with that. No, I mean like, I mean like the first season of Buffy is pretty much the exactly as the exact same style as the last season of Angel. And it's like, right. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, He's not that strong of a director. I think he fit really well for superheroes and it worked really well for two movies. I know you disagree and think just one and I'm on the difference for I'm on the outs with everybody else in the world and that's okay. I mean, like Age Voltron still made money. Right. Still made yeah, it profited, which is the point. Right. Right. Whatever. So, okay. I guess my next question about Loki specifically is, is he as obsessed with the Tesseract? Thor even says, I think in the second one, he calls it like his Tesseract because it's like because of how much he's obsessed with it. Not, oh no no it's um it's uh it's it was in agents of shield it was the guy uh the german guy who was obsessed with the obelisk he goes he goes loki has his tesseract red skull or no that was just red skull in the tesseract i'm confusing a whole bunch of shit right. just move on <laughs> yeah um so to kind of tie into the comics a little more like the tesseract or the cosmic cube as it's was referred to in the comics okay it's now it's like a tesseract, from my understanding, it's like actually a term for a shape that cannot exist oh. within a cube. So so the tesseract is not what it's called even in the comic. Yes, it's called the cosmic cube. So basically, and is it the space stone inside the cosmic cube? No. Oh. The cosmic cube is its own entity, but it makes more sense that if you have the, the cosmic cube, it makes it easier for audiences to digest and turn to an infinity stone and i actually agree with that oh yeah if directing you, decision if you were going to come for that decision i was i was like already gearing up to defend it because no, when thanos no. crushes the tesseract and then and like blows out. away this the glass oh that was such a good moment right, <laughs> right. and I, I i agree with that directing decision okay. i think that was a good call in and it's actually its functionality is different in the movies than it is in the comics because okay. the cosmic cube in the comics is, Wait, does it freeze people? No. Oh, okay. Whatever it does, what it is, is whoever holds it, whatever they imagine can become reality. So it's almost more like the reality stone. Very much. Interesting. But it's its own separate thing. And I kind of like the idea better in the movies, like as a, a writing piece where it's like, this allows you to travel anywhere in the cosmos. Right. Like this, it, it is a portal to anywhere. And that, I think that is... Uh, that is a better writing device or a better object that is like super important while also being different enough from like the reality gem and right. Yeah. In the Lego game, if if you hold down Loki's like, uh, like the like circle, um, he like pulls out a cube and it like freezes whoever's in front of you. I think they probably just did that because he's a frost giant and, uh, and because freeze power is like one of the like important, powers you have to do to like get stuff so i think they were just trying to give loki a power that was actually useful right, right but that's right. why i guess freeze things oh and like okay so so in his scepter is it actually the mind stone in the comics not really actually like he usually just doesn't have a stone in general so but he has a scepter though right he usually has like a staff or a scepter okay some something along those lines like okay depends also like which loki because again just like in norse mythology Loki loves changes of his appearance right, right, right. constantly. Loki separated didn't have the Mind Stone. Tesseract doesn't have the Space Stone. I know this is Ultron, but how was Vision created? 
in Vision the comics. Vision was created by Ultron. Okay, but did it? Did he have Loki? Like, was Loki's staff or the Mind Stone involved at all? No. Oh no, he is. So they really, they really took the the Mind Stone or the 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 Infinity Stone storyline and shoot it in to make it a plot. Yeah, and it, I I like that because it allows this running connection between all these movies, and it's like, oh, okay, and then you also it really grants like a level of weight to these plot devices in a sense or these objects because like if you're so disconnected from like oh okay well they have to go get this thing they don't really break down or like why you should care even if it's like okay yeah it can do this thing but it's like it gives concrete examples of just like a fraction of what one of these objects can do okay so then it'll like so again like the mind stone can create a sentient being oh like, uh, I mean, it made or it like adapted vision. Essentially. Right, right, like right. It, he's not Jarvis. That was a basis for him. But it essentially it was the whatever the conscious was inside of it became Ultron. And it allowed for you to see like, OK, this is just a fraction of one of the stones. What happens when you get all of them together? Right, right, right. Was the eye of Agamotto? Yeah. Did that have the time stone in it? No. Was the Aether a thing in the comic books? I don't remember. But if it was, it wasn't also the reality stone. No. Oh, wow. The um, soul stone uh, was specifically tied to Adam Warlock. I knew that. I knew that because I've heard that. I've heard people were pissed that we didn't get Adam Warlock before we got the soul stone. Yes. And Adam Warlock, he is, he's part of the people that are painted gold, right? Yes. Okay, okay, okay. He, in the comics, he's like an allegory for Jesus. In a lot oh, of ways. Okay. Um, and he has some really like interesting cosmic stories, and he is like his own thing. Uh and I want to do a whole episode just on Adam Warlock. We should we should uh save that because he's coming. So ideally we do that episode like right when that movie comes out. Yeah. So was that all of them? Was that all six? Uh mind, space, time, reality, soul, power. Power. We yeah. Okay. Power. So, was was like Ronan obsessed with the Power Stone? Did it come in the sphere? Was it on that uh, planet? Like, Power Stone was from this like side character, uh, the champion of the universe, and he was like the strongest being around. Okay. And really, there's kind of like it's different in the comics, and I kind of like the comics way a little better. Okay. Uh, and that is the I Power mean, Five out of six isn't bad. Right. Right. <laughs> So the power stone is kind of just an amplifier. It takes something that's already there and just like amplifies it to near infinity. Right. So you like, can't, can you can you touch it? Normal yes. in in the comics. Actually, in the it? comics, all the gem, all, all the. I'm sorry. I'm so used to calling them gems, but right. they change it to stones. In the that's movie, an so. important thing we should talk yeah, about. Yeah, you know, so, like, yeah. <laughs> which it's such a minor change, but like they were just called gems. I grew up calling them gems, so I still have the occasional slip up calling them gems. Right. Gem was a more. I feel like was a more popular term. Yeah. Thirty years it, ago, now stone is like more popular yeah. now. Like yeah. exactly, stone has more power now than right. sorcerer's stone yeah, and yeah. all that other stuff. That yeah, but. In when the uh, the power stone in the mm-hmm. comics uh, would take something, amplify it to near infinity. So if like the Hulk had the power stone, his strength would get 
better or more powerful. If Quicksilver had the Power Stone, he would get even faster. But like if Tony Stark had it, he'd get even smarter? Yes. Okay. So okay. It, it, it power refers to a looser concept than just energy power. Okay. Which I kind of like that. I, I, I like the idea of an amplifying power source. And really, the job within the gauntlet of the Power Stone is to power all the other stones. Okay. Okay, so was there a storyline in the original comics of somebody trying to collect them all? Thanos, yes. Okay, there was that story. That story is so good. But my understanding is that his purpose was to impress Madam Death. Yes, Mistress Death is... Mistress Death. Yeah, which, okay. I mean, might as well be the I mean, same I'm the guy who doesn't Kinky know. bondage death. <laughs> okay. Kinky bondage death. <laughs> and... He he's in love with the physical embodiment of death, and okay. she he serves her as one of her under uh, as one of her underlings, and he hatches this plan because he understands he can never be her equal. So he's like, "How do I become a god in order to impress her?" Well, he goes out and collects all of the infinity gems in the stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he outwits like the collector. Uh, who we saw in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the guy who had like uh, the Asgard, uh, the Asgardians took the reality stone to him, the ether to keep it safe. And then he like in and they took it to Thanos. No, they took it to the collector in the movies, in the movies. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. 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 Sorry. So like the outwits him, uh, he, he beat, he bests the champion of the universe. And that's actually the first one he gets is the power gem or stone. Wait, okay, stone. So, yeah. so hang on. So they took the, the reality stone to the collector in the comics in the movie. Okay. I think he had the, the reality stone. Okay. In the comics, but he had to like outwit the collector. Gotcha, man. I love how hard they threw away the collector. What like a confusing character having such a, having such a like strong, famous actor play him and have him just be like four cameos and then kill him off. Right. What a flex. What? Oh my God. Like, <laughs> but yeah, so he goes on this big, massive journey and it's like this grueling, like even when he has all but the last gem in the comics, because at this time it was still like, cause I want to say this is like the eighties. Okay. All up until that point, like he, it's like, even when he has all of those, together he's like it's still not a guaranteed bet that i can get this and it's it really shows thanos's intellect his will and his power just okay. how he's able to outsmart and out uh, maneuver all of these people and beings get their uh strongest weapon finally he collects all of them and he returns to mistress death to present himself as her equal uh-huh and she just takes a knee and's like well you're stronger than me now. I can't do anything. Like you bend all of existence to your will. And there's a moment. But that's not what he wanted. That's not what he wanted. Right. He wanted to be her equal, but he right. became her superior because he has more power. And but at five stones, he wasn't her equal yet. No. Oh, that's such a cool, like, oh, that's such a good plot device. So like it's it's all oh. or nothing. With yeah, yeah, like, yeah. She is a full, she is a fundamental fact of reality. Right. And she so he comes in with the and like there's a moment this pivotal moment where 
Thanos is just like, has a single tear roll down his face and says, who knew becoming a God would be such a hollow victory. Okay, cool. No, that, that actually answered a lot of questions for me. So the next thing I want to talk about in relation to the first Avengers movie is who were the original Avengers in the comics? Cause it's my understanding that wasp was like the founder and she's not even, doesn't even show up yeah, so for like four, 15 more movies. If I remember it's <laughs> Ant-Man, the wasp, Thor, Iron Man and Hulk. That's, that's you just like going off your memory. Yes. Let me double check. Who's the original I mean, Avenger? Iron Man, the Wasp, Hulk, Thor, oh, and Iron Man. The, okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. So wait, Iron Man, Wasp, Thor, Hulk, Ant-Man. So, yeah, so I was... So they added who? Captain, Captain America. America. Captain America wasn't an original Avenger? He was not. Are you serious? I am serious. Holy shit. Yeah. But he's like the first Avenger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he wasn't brought in until a little bit later. Like, I want to say like a few ish, like it was pretty early on, but what they did was the ice story. Like, well, okay. You know how Captain America was frozen on ice, right? That is straight lifted from the Avengers comic okay. where he was frozen in ice for since world war two. And then during the Vietnam War era, he got unfrozen. Okay. Wakes up, kicks the ass of everybody in the Avengers because he assumes they're all villains. <laughs> Just like fresh out of the ice. Okay. And then uh, they finally calm him down and they manage to make him the team leader. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. I mean, I guess that is kind of what they did, really, except for, I mean, obviously Captain America didn't beat everybody's ass. I mean, that's basically what they did. Like, like they just didn't have the Avengers founded before Cap came out of the ice. Right. Like, he came out and then they formed it, but like... Right. I, I wish they would have had him beat everybody's ass. You know, I honestly agree with you only because um, the scene where the helicarrier gets attacked... Yeah. In this one. In yes, the first in one. The yeah. First Sorry. One. I just watched all of them. So they're blending a little bit. But in the first one, that when the helicarrier gets, gets attacked and Iron Man has to go repair it, like Cap is worthless. Yes. He's like, he's like, it seems like it runs on some type of electricity. Like, and then, and then like, and then like some dudes attack him and he has to get a gun to like defend himself. Like, it's like, it, like he, they, that scene to me always made him seem so weak. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I, I, Rewatching it now, I realize, especially with Falcon the Winter Soldier coming out, I'm realizing how much more the serum means. Yeah. You know, like I, I didn't realize how strong he was. You know what I mean? And and now I'm kind of realizing that. And like that's that changes. I think I put too much solace on that scene. Right. But like I, I agree with you. I wish he would have come out and had a freak out and like shown that he could have beat Hulk and Iron Man and like right. beat them all. And then that's why he's leader, you know. Right. Because he's not just like like, yeah, obviously, the Hulk is infinitely stronger than Captain America. Like, you or I are, like, the same level of threat to Hulk in terms of physical strength as Captain America. Right. The difference is Captain America's like, really smart and intelligent, and he's a master of just, like, using people's own strength against them. Well, and he also has a vibranium shield. That's a pretty right, big up. Right, right. That's a... <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like you give either of us the shield, we're not going to do shit. We're just going to hide under it. We are. We are not going to be Falcon. We are no. going to be. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, we are we are going to hide. We are going to cry. We are we are going to beg. Have you ever seen the? It's like a YouTube video where um where he's like he's like oh I just killed Captain America and he's like oh how'd you do that? And he's like we shot him in the legs and he's like and then we shot him in the face when he's on the ground and he was like like you shot him in the legs like yeah his his, his shield's the size of a dinner plate so like we just shot him in the legs when he raised the shield and then he died. <laughs> <laughs> God, it's it, it's, <laughs> but yeah, you know, I, I I do wish there was the ass whooping that Cap lays down on the Avengers. It kind of get it's almost there for a second when when he's like put on the suit. Yeah, yeah, but like that. Oh, that should have been a thing. I wanted. I mean, like we got it eventually. I mean, so like like not to go back to Joss Whedon or anything, but that scene is like prime Joss Whedon yes. where he's like where he's like put on the suit put on the suit put on the suit huge explosion put on the suit like that is that yep, is like yep. <laughs> like that is like that is like prime Joss Whedon like camp you know and so like I, I get why it was in there because he was the director but right, like right, right. I think it would have been better if they would have fought and then we, we, when we finally get the fight it was like Cap could only beat Iron Man because he also had Bucky you know, well, like, that, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, I think they were too concerned about, and it's weird hearing me say this, but it's, they were too concerned about making it quote unquote realistic when they're like, they have a talking raccoon in these movies. Like, fucking you know what just let him do some shit like it's already shown that tony just like relies too much on his tech in a lot of cases right so like he's not always like the smartest about how he uses it i do think the mcu in general could do a better job of wielding um suspension suspension of disbelief yes um like specifically like that like they could have made it more believable that cap was stronger there's a thing in the Falcon, the winter soldier, the last episode that you haven't seen where I was just like, that's impossible. And you did nothing to make me believe that it was impossible. Right. And every, anybody who's listening to this is going to know exactly what I'm talking about. And like, when you're watching the episode, you're going to know exactly Sorry, Say which episode, just the, the last one, the, no, like, but like episode, I mean, it's the last one, like, but there, there again, like for future listeners, but there are no more coming out. Oh, that's like the, the last. Like, I'm not saying the most recent one. I'm saying the last episode of season oh, one. Oh, there's only one more episode? I thought it was like. No, there's six episodes. Yeah, we're done. We're oh. done with this season. Well, then if I've watched five, I'll just watch the last well, one. That's like, kind of why I thought you. I thought <laughs> I thought it was like, I thought it was an eight episode season. No, and, and, and it's going to conclude in Captain America four. Okay. Yeah. So we're not getting like a second season even. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. But I, I really don't think they're trying to do multiple seasons of these shows. I don't think that's the purpose of what yeah. they're doing. And I like that. I really yeah, like yeah. that. Like, could you imagine if every single of the Marvel movies that exist now had a six-episode lead-up? Yeah. Could you imagine how much richer the story I mean, it would have been? Oh, for sure. I mean, sure. there'd be some movies that is like, oh, this is fucking boring. I did not need six episodes of lead-up to this. I think Age of Ultron could have used that. Oh, absolutely. Could you? Uh, absolutely. I mean, like, like WandaVision solved a lot of the problems it of age really of Ultron. did and i know a lot of people are like you can't make a movie better retroactively and i say fuck you i, I mean, enjoyed like, ultron way more after watching a wandavision <laughs> i mean like yes but like if if it had that leading up i i would say like i wouldn't have left the theater as like mm-hmm, right as i did absolutely but like yeah i mean it, it, it's 
I do like that though. Like right. that. Uh, so I'll just watch the last episode too. I was like, and I mean, I, I, well, I mean, the episode's good. It's not yeah. bad. It's just there's this this one moment where you're like, what? Like, <laughs> yeah. so the original members, but it wasn't like Wasp and Ant Man. Weren't they like the ones with the idea? Was I like was Nick Fury even involved? I don't believe Nick Fury or Shield was involved. I mean, he's not even on this list. And this yeah. is like this is like all the like this original list includes She-Hulk. So like Right, 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 right. <laughs> and Black Knight, who's who's uh who's an eternal. So right, I don't right. I don't think this is a list that's like if Nick Fury was involved, he would be on the list. <laughs> right. It, it, it just like eventually later down the line they added Nick Fury and S.H.I.E.L.D. to be involved with the Avengers because it makes more sense to have the government involved if they're going to be these powerful of people. I mean, and just like it being uh, movies in general and not comic books, you kind of need that like uh, you need an HQ. You know what I mean? You can you can say, let's go back to, you know, let's let's go go back back to Avengers Tower. Right. And then then just go to and then just have the next panel be like a generic room and it doesn't matter. You kind of like it's like in a movie. It's like, I want to know where S.H.I.E.L.D. headquarters is in America. Like, I want to see that establishing shot that says where the city is and all that. You You know, know, side note, one of the my favorite things about Nick Fury is I believe he's the only character in history to ever be played by both Samuel L. Jackson and David Hasselhoff. <laughs> when did David Hasselhoff play him? In the 80s. Like in what in what though? Nick Fury, Agent of Shield. There's literally a show called Nick Fury. It was a movie. Agent. Oh my God. I With had, David Hasselhoff as Nick Fury. I had no idea. I knew he used to be white, and I know in the and actually that makes sense why he the way he looks in the Spider-Man series that I've seen, the animated one with Stanley yeah, yeah. at the end. Yeah, like yeah. he looks like David I mean, like <laughs> he was like the prime casting choice, especially since this is 1980s David Hasselhoff. Oh my God. You know, have you ever seen this SpongeBob movie? I have not, but I've seen all the David Hasselhoff scenes. So I didn't know who he was going into that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was very confused. And then I typed it in and I was like, oh, Baywatch. That makes well, sense. Yeah, that like, makes perfect I, sense. I, I like, grew up with uh, watching uh, reruns of Knight Rider with my dad. Okay. okay. So like, so yeah, you knew I, was I knew, like, I'm just like, oh, where's his car? Right. <laughs> like, that's all I cared about right. watching that right, show. Right, right. Um, I mean, yeah, I don't really have any other questions about this well okay uh the chitari were they really an army that thanos had was i mean they like- I, I think i i am not an expert on the chitari but okay. i believe the chitari are their own race like a warrior race that is up for grabs for anybody but oh. do not quote me on that like Fair i enough. believe it's like they serve whoever's the most powerful at that time. I mean, you're the expert in this podcast. You are not expected to know everything about comics ever. Okay, like, but every <laughs> but no listeners will be like, "Why the fuck you get that wrong? Are you bro? even a Marvel fan? Like, <laughs> you even read a comic? What's your problem? Right, what you making up? But I mean, but I mean, like honestly, like this is uh, stuff like this is a good time for fan interaction. You know, if people know and right, don't, let right, us know. Right, right. Let us know what you know. Yeah, and if there's anything you guys really want to hear about, let us know. Yeah, no, that is honestly, honestly, like, I mean, we're, we want to be a podcast that goes places, you know? So, like, so if we're not talking about shit you want to hear us talk about, then let us know. Tell us what you want to hear about. Thanks for listening, guys. You know what's a great place to let us know about what you want to hear? 
Message us at AOCSumtreeProductions at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook at Antiquity of Comics, Instagram at Antiquity.of.comics, Twitter at AOC Podcast, and In Your Hearts. <laughs> this episode was edited by Evan Stegert because apparently he was slightly more on the ball this week. Jesus fuck. The theme was by Lyra Gomez. The logo was by Lyra Gomez. You can check out other podcasts like this one uh, with us and our friends at SomeTreeProductions.com as well as at SomeTreeProductions on TikTok. I don't trust Lyra Gomez. I mean, she's a shady character. (laughs) (laughs) Um, If you want to help us grow, please review us on Apple Podcasts or just tell your friends. Even in today with the popularity of podcasts, word of mouth is the strongest way to, to, to share what we're doing here. So if you like what we're doing, please find a comic book friend. Let tell, them know about it. Tell your mom. Tell your dad. Tell your grandma. Grandmas especially. <laughs> Give your grandma my number. 